Are you there, sir? Amen. God bless. Amen. God bless to each and every one of you. Amen. We greet you in the precious name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. You need to call a neighbor, call a friend. Let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Amen. We give honor to God, who's the head of a light to Amen. Dr. Mamie Tarbert, anointed woman of God, we thank God for all of our pastors, our ministers, you, the precious people of God. We greet you in the precious name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Call, call a neighbor, call a friend, let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Amen. We're excited to be with you here. And as my lovely wife has stated, Happy New Year's to each of you. Amen. We greet you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. It's, it's a beautiful day. Amen. To be alive. Amen. It's a wonderful day to be alive. Let's get ready to go into the word of God. I want you to go to the book of St. Mark chapter 8. The book of St. Mark chapter 8. Amen. And we will put a focus on verses 22 through 26. Amen. Mark chapter 8 verses 22 through 26. I'll be reading out of the King James Version, so just in case there's a different translation that you have access to, amen, at least you know we're on the same block. And it reads like this, and he coming to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. And he took that blind man by the hand, and he led him out of the town, and when he had spit on his eyes, put his hands upon him, he asked him, if he saw aught. Verse 24, and he said, looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. Verse 25, and after he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up, and he was restored and saw every man clearly, and he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town nor tell it to any in the town. And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject, what you see determines where you go. What you see determines where you go. Amen. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Zoltar, so our reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, receiving the rhema word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word, in Jesus' name, would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. What you see determines where you go. We're in this new year, and it's amazing how that, you know, people get so excited around December 31st. They're looking forward to that new year. And a lot of times they make what is called um, New Year's resolutions and, you know, I'm going to lose weight. 
I'm going to run more, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to save money, I'm going to travel, you know, so many things. I'm quite sure I got a couple of witnesses out there, but I want to encourage you to go beyond resolution because anybody can make a resolution, but can you subscribe to an affirmation? In other words, an affirmation reminds you that this is something that I'm going to be and do. You literally are decreeing and declaring. See, resolution could be a promise. It could be something that you intend to do. But when you start affirming something, you start making an affirmation, you start stating that this is what I'm going to do. Do I have any witnesses out there? I want to give you an example of an affirmation, one of the affirmations that I normally use. Amen. And I'll share this with you. Um, and I put it like there, there's an anointing of ease on my life. God is going before me, making a crooked place straight. His yoke is eating, his burden is light. I will not struggle. What used to be difficult would not be difficult anymore. God's favor and blessings on my life is lightening the load and taking the pressure off in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's just one of them. You know, then I have another one where it says, My breakthrough goal, I feel it and visualize this daily. It will increase my motivation, stimulate my creativity my awareness of resources that can help me achieve my goal. God is my infinite supply and large sums of money come to me quickly and easily under the grace of God for the highest good of all concerned. I am happily easy earning, saving, investing $1 million a year or more. I attract, draw, connect with quality, influential people of integrity, people of great vision, people of a compassionate heart to help others succeed, excel, and achieve the person purpose, plan, and destiny that God has for their lives. This is just a few of the affirmations that I normally make every day. Reason being is because I'm becoming it, all right? Some may even say, want to be sarcastic, well, did you make a million yet? Well, here's the cool thing about it, that I'm already a millionaire in progress. Are you with me? So it's not something that I'm hoping is going to happen, something I know is going to happen. I know some may say, well, how can you have that type of certainty? Well, see, when you put your faith in God, when you start trusting God and not looking at your circumstances, listen, all of us have been through something. All of us may even be going through something. I never forget years ago. Charles Stanley said this. He says, all of us are either in a storm, going through a storm, or coming out of a storm. And so, listen, that's just part of life. But the good news is, Jesus said that I will never leave you nor forsake you, but I will be with you through every circumstance that you encounter in life. Am I talking to anybody? So here, and some may ask the question, well, how does this tie in to what you see determines where you go. Well, see, it is very clearly. When you look at this particular scripture lesson, this miracle and its structural parallel according to chapter seven, verses 31 to 37, are the only miracles recorded in Mark alone. It is the only recorded two-stage miracle which Jesus performed. Sight was widely used metaphor for understanding. This miracle depicts the correct but incomplete understanding of the disciples. Why is this so essential, Apostle? Because when you look at Scripture, you will find how that in the earlier verses of this particular text, 
and how that the disciples they they were um jesus had did a miracle with with them but they were not ready psychologically to receive what are you talking about when you go to the earlier verses in chapter eight it talks about there was a multitude they had been with jesus for over three days and jesus said we got to send them home you know, he said, but we don't want to send them away hungry unless some of them faint by the way. Are you with me? I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm going to paint this picture for you. And so here Jesus said to his disciples, he said, they, they, the disciples, matter of fact, said, well, how can a man, he noticed, they didn't look at him as Jesus. You know what I'm saying? They didn't look at him as the son of God. And that's another thing too. Don't allow your circumstance to prevent you from seeing God the way you should. Oh my God, I feel a preach coming. Are you with me? And so what happens is, when you say that, preacher, I'm saying it because too often when we're asking God, give me a job, give me a house, give me a spouse, God, do this for me, heal my body. We God does these things. And then the soon as the, the emotion of the moment has subsided, has went down and has kind of like faded away, we tend to forget the great God that we serve. And so that's what happened here in the earlier verses one through nine here. He said, look, he says, as they said, how can you handle this many people? He said, what do you have? My God, my God, what do you have? I want you to see this brand new year as Jesus is not asking you something that is not within reach. He's asking you to do something that's already on the inside. Too often we are burying our gifts. We are burying our talents. We are burying what the anointing and grace of God that's on our life because why we're going through a storm or we're going through a situation or we may have gotten some bad news but i want you to understand that god is the same yesterday today and forevermore am i talking to anybody here and so here we find Jesus says, send them down. My God, listen. So what happens here in this text, I got to hurry. As he set them down, he says, I, in order for you to see properly what God is doing, you need to have order in your life. Somebody need to put that in the chat. Order in my life. See, God cannot bless a mess. Are you with me? Oh, we come in there this year. We go get some good teachers. Watch this now. Because why? Why your money messed up? It's because you're not operating on a budget. You can't be spending. I'll never forget. I was sharing with someone just on this week some of the principles that my father, the late Dr. Tarber, would share with us. There were eight of us, eight children. He says, one, no man is laying up on me. That's number one. That's number one. So you sisters who got sons, tell them, get a job. Tell them. Get up out the house. Are you with me? And and then number two, he said, you can't spend every dime you get. Are you with me? Then he said, you got to save for a rainy day. I know some probably probably saying that's too easy. It's too simple. Well, that's the problem. Why so many people are in the dilemma that they are in is because they're looking at things that are simple, that they should be able to apply in their lives, and they're complexing themselves. Are you with me? They're overwhelming themselves with simple things. So here, then he, what's this now? So after they fed them, then they had what? Seven baskets left in this text. Are you with me? Then they, they get on this ship. Don't worry, I got you, I got you. Then they get on this ship. Am I helping anybody? They get on this ship and they forgot to bring bread. Now, I've got a question. I Y'all may already have the answers, but I have a question. How is it? 
that you're leaving one place, you got seven baskets of fragments left over. You got bread and you got fish left over and you get on this ship and you only got about one loaf. Come on now. Something is wrong with this picture, but nevertheless, that's not my focus right now. So then it gets to a place where the disciples are now reasoning among them say, oh my God, we don't have enough food. Now, it's already visualized. It's already 12 of them, but you only got about one loaf or two loaves. Come on now. What are you going to break, 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 break? But here's something else. This was another teaching moment. Am I talking to anybody? This was another teaching moment. Some of the things that God is allowing you to experience and go through are called teaching moments. Somebody need to put that in the chat. It is a teaching moment. Yes, we don't understand everything God is doing through us and for us and with us, but sometimes we need to ask God, God, what's the teaching moment in this experience? Somebody give God a praise. Then when you look at the text, and so now they're confronted here, and Jesus had to pose a question to them. When, when, when they were going through this particular dilemma, Jesus said, whoa, 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 time out. Have your heart got hardened because you don't see what you thought you should be seeing? You don't see a miracle? And that's another thing, too. There are too often we get prophetic words. We get words of knowledge, word of wisdom. And then when things don't happen the way the, the prophet said it, or the apostle said it, or the bishop said it, 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 or the man of God or the woman of God stated it, then, oh, they must be lying. And, and, well, you know, I'm trying to believe God, but I'm about to throw in the towel. Why? Why are you about to throw in the towel when God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore? He does not change. Why are you changing? So the scripture said, Jesus had to ask them. He says, when there was the multitude of the 5,000, how many baskets were left? They said 12. When you saw me just recently do the feeding of the 4,000, how many baskets were left? He says seven. And then he says to them in verse 21, how is it that you do not understand? Now, some may say, why is this important? Based on your subject, you said what you see determines where you go. Well, Jesus knew what was up ahead. See, Jesus knows what's up ahead of us in 2022. I know some folks was uh, highlighting, oh, if I can just get through 2021. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you, 2021 wasn't a bad year for everybody. Yes, we all may have spent some, listen, I got sick in 2021. At least my body was exhausted. I just needed some rest. What am I saying? There was times I needed some money, but God was still God. He showed up right on time. Are you with me? So everybody didn't have a bad 2021. Let's kind of make that picture clear because sometimes we think we're the only ones going through something. We think nobody understands what we're going through. Well, there are other people too, but it's how you handle what you see. Can, can I say that again? It's how you handle what you see. So, it, and oh my God, somebody just lift your hands, give God praise right there. Why? It's because Jesus knew what was ahead, so he needed his disciples, his apostles, to be on the same page with him. So when they're giving to come into the portion 
of our text about this blind man. He didn't need the people who had been following him all this time, this many years, to doubt. And, and when they see the blind man, oh my God, what is Jesus going to do? Who, why they brought him here? And oh, no, 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 he needed some faith believers. So the teaching here is that this miracle, watch this, and when Jesus and the disciples arrived in Bethsaida, um, some people brought a blind man and begged him to touch him with healing. Watch this. It's amazing. Sometimes you got outsiders, people who don't profess to know Jesus like you. They sometimes will have more faith than some believers. Isn't that amazing? You, you, but yet we'll look at them. Oh, they didn't go to the prophetic conference. They didn't come to our church. Well, at least they believe in. You're in a church that teach word. You're in a church that teach faith, and yet you doubt. Oh, my God. Am I talking to anybody? So here's what Jesus did. He led the man outside the village. Why? He already knew what he was dealing with when he was dealing with his disciples on the boat. And what would it be like to have a village that never experienced that type of teaching? Are you with me? This year, I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to ask God, go before God, put before God. God, increase my faith. Help me to trust you even more in this year. Don't wait to December 31st of this year and go through a same routine. Well, I tell you, I just get through this year. I just know I'm going to be getting a better year next year. Listen, my better year is starting right now. Are you with me? You need to say that my better year is starting right now. I'm living right now. I'm enjoying the moment. So the scripture says in verse 23, 24, that Jesus led the man outside the village, probably to establish a one-to-one -one relationship with him and to avoid publicity. In general, Jesus' miracles were public events, but there were several exceptions, all right? So now watch this now. So the scripture says that Jesus, he took saliva and in Jesus' hands and conveyed his attention, stimulated the man's faith. And at first, the healing was only partial. Are you with me? It was only partial. He looked up. He said, tell me what you see. He said, I see men like trees walking around. Men like you. Now, help me understand. The man was blind. But now he's describing men like trees. So that's that's encouraging right there. What are you saying? Why would it be encouraging when he's seeing men like trees? At least he's seeing something. Are you with me? Too often when new believers come or when persons who don't have a relationship come to Jesus and they you know get a touch by Jesus, they give the life to Jesus. Some Christians who have been walking with Jesus supposedly for years, they don't give them time to grow. They say, I thought they were saved. And no, come on, come on, come on. Let's, let's work with this right. And so don't give them time. So here, what Jesus said, I can't let you go away seeing partially and next thing you know because what's going to happen <clears throat> somebody give God a praise right there what's going to happen if this man goes around leaves Jesus presence and said start calling men trees people going to look at him like you must be crazy just think for a moment you telling somebody that um yeah did you see sister tree or brother tree what you talking about? That's exactly what would have happened. So Jesus said, no, let me do this again. So Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes and he said, looked again. And what happened? 
his sight was what? Restored, and he saw everything clearly. Am I talking to anybody here? And so here, this is so important for us because how you see this year, because if you carry the memory of what you went through in 2021, the only thing that's going to happen, you're just going to be in a new year seeing the same thing, if not worse. Am I talking to anybody? There's a story. It's called The Six Blind Hindus. And uh, there's an ancient Hindu story about six blind men who were brought to see an elephant. It was very like a wall, said the first man, and he touched the side of the elephant. It was very like a spear, said the second man, and he stroked the elephant's tusk. And the third man, talking, the, taking the elephant's squirming trunk and hand, said it was very like a snake. Nonsense, the fourth man shouted, stretching his arms about one of the legs. He concluded, the wondrous beast is very like a tree. The fifth man, touching the elephant's ear, cried, even the blindest can tell this animal is very like a fan. And the sixth, grabbing the tall, assured his friends that the elephant is really like a rope. Did you hear that? Different perspectives on what they felt, saw, and touched. Are you with me? This is so amazing. This is how people are today. You can have people that go to your same church, sit on the same pew, and hear the same message, even like today. Somebody listening to this message, somebody's going to be empowered. Somebody's going to be encouraged. Somebody's going to be inspired to have a great year. And then somebody else is going to say, that's all they got. Yep, that's why you only got what you got because you're not trusting God for more. Watch this now. Apparently, so so here in this text, and I'm almost done because in this scripture, and that's another thing too, sometimes you have to step away from doubters. You got to step away from people who don't believe. If you believe in God for some great things this year, you got to be willing to cut off some folks from your relationships that don't believe like you. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm not saying got to get rid of them totally, but sometimes you may have to do that. Because why? If you're believing God for more, you believe in God for a million dollars, you believe in God for a house, you believe in God to get your credit right. Listen, you got to be around like-minded people. You got to be around somebody that can strengthen your faith like you. And then, watch this, you need to be positioned where you can strengthen somebody else's faith. Somebody need to give God some praise right there. And so here, Jesus restores the sight to the blind man. I mean, this is amazing. And can I prophesy to somebody right now that God is going to open the eyes of the blind? That's right. These miracles are yet for the day. I was just even praying the other day. I said, God, I thank you for the signs, the wonders, and the miracles that follow our ministry. Are you with me? I prophesied that this year, you're going to see more signs, wonders, and miracles that's going to bring glory and honor to God. You believe that? Give God some praise. So here in this particular lesson, as I get ready to bring this lesson to a close, we find here that it's important for us to trust God in everything. Are you with me? We got to trust God in everything. Listen, we don't know why Jesus took the man by the hand personally. Another disciple could have done it. The blind man couldn't follow on his own. So Jesus what? Led him. This teaches us servanthood because Jesus was too proud to do it himself. What am I saying? God is going to use you. He's going to open doors for you 
to use your gift, use your ministry to be a blessing to somebody else, but you're going to have to have a servant's heart. And, and let me share this with you. Stop waiting for other folks to do what God called you to do. All right. We don't know again. Are, are you with me? So, so these are just, listen, I got so much in here, but I just want you to understand that you got to look up to see God. Look up to see God because what you see will determine where you go. Listen, do you not know if you have a plan? Are you with me? If you have a plan, then your life will be more orderly. I, I, I found this other lesson here, this story about the vision in New York boundary. In New York City, archives is the oldest map of that great city today. During colonial time, listen to this now. During colonial times, city planners envisioned the greatest city in the new world, calling it New York. They divided the city into broad avenues, which crisscrossed the city. Using consecutive numbering systems, starting with First Street, they went deep into the unsettled countryside. How far? They could not. They could see not further than 19th Street. Watch this. Surely no city can grow that far. And to make the point clear, they drove the final stakes, marked off final trail, completed the map, and called the last trail Boundary Avenue. This is amazing. Watch this. Boundary Avenue is now part of New York's inner city. The original numbering system had been expanded to cover 248th Street. The vision of New York City planners proved too small. Are you with me? Jesus sent the man home. Don't go to the village. Why? They were thinking too small. Are you with me? Let me close with this. Seeing. See or hear. The nerves leading to the eye are much larger than those leading to the ear. Science tells us that we give 25 times as much attention to what we see than to what we hear. Can I say that again? The nerves leading to the eye are much larger than those leading to the ear. Science tells us that we get 25 times as much attention to what we see as opposed to what we hear. And I thought about this as I conclude that when you ever had to go get an eye exam and they tell you, the optometrist tells you, look at the wall, tell me what you see. And so then they have you look without any specs, any glasses. Then they put this um, piece of apparatus, have you lean in, and they said, tell me what you see, all right? Then they said, look at the smallest line. What can you see on the smallest line? And you just go through it, and then they, they uh, make adjustments all right, on the lens. Are you with me? To why? To make certain that you can see clearer because their ultimate goal that if you are to wear glasses, they want to make certain that what you're seeing through enables you to see clearly. Am I talking to anybody here? So when Jesus touched that man's eyes, he asked them question number one, 
What do you see? Secondly, he, he really, when the man said, I see men as trees, he said, I can't leave you and let you go that way. He said, next thing he says, what do you see now? He saw that he saw he was, his sight was completely restored. So I speak and decree to you today that your sight for this new year is going to be complete and whole. My God, do I have a witness right here? Your sight is going to be complete and whole. Whole. That's right. Somebody need to say that my new year is going to be better this year. Are you with me? Because see, what you see will determine where you go. My time is out. I'm done. But I want you to understand, you, instead of making New Year's resolutions, I want you to make affirmations, make prophetic declarations, start speaking that I'm the righteousness of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Greater is he that's within me than he is in the world. I'm more than a conqueror. He called me to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath the lender and not the bar. I decree that this is the year that I become debt free. Woo, my God, are you with me? I'm just getting excited. I walk in divine health, divine wealth, divine favor of God. I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. Nations call me blessed. Major doors are opening for me. I'm being called to major platforms. People of centers of influence are looking to be a blessing to me. I was saying this the other day that multimillionaires and billionaires are searching for me to do a collaboration on a project because they believe in the gifts and the talents and the abilities that I have. Doors are opening. Y'all got it. I just wanted to encourage you today because that's what Jesus did. He had to bring that man out of where he was so he could see clearly. Oh my God, I pray that you were encouraged today to know that what you see is determines where you go. But before I go, I got to pray with somebody on today because there are people who may say, I need a relationship with God. Can he help me see clearly? The good news is yes. When he called that man out, listen, he'll do the same thing for you. He's calling you out of darkness. He's calling you into the marvelous like, whoa, my God, yes. Listen, but don't worry about your past. Listen, your past is your past. Everybody got a resume. Are you with me? So everybody got history. Watch this now. But Jesus can give you a new life. He can give you a new restoration. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Yes, yes. This is your day for a new miracle. That's right. You ain't got to wait to the end of the month. You can do it right now. That's right. What did you see? Let's pray this prayer. I'm asking every believer that's on here, join us in this prayer. Because there are people who may be praying this prayer for the first time, maybe the fourth or fifth time. They made up their mind that they really want to give their life to Jesus. And we want to just rejoice with them, want to pray with them. Let's repeat these words with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for encouraging me through your word that what I see determines where I go. And I want to see clearly, Jesus. So I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. 
I want to have that assurance that I can always be with you and you will always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, but rising on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope and a new opportunity in life. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that right now, today, I can see clearly because you now are part of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. My God, you prayed that prayer. We want to rejoice. We want to get some information into your hands to help you in your walk with God. Listen, send us an email at events at ylmconnect.org. That's events at ylmconnect.org. Or you can download our mobile app, our Yes Lord Ministries app, whether you have an iPhone or Android, look for Yes Lord Ministries of Kenilworth, New Jersey. You can download our mobile app and get access to us. Amen. And, and let me share this with you. God is so awesome, so amazing. We thank God for the people who have been reaching out. We've been getting letters in the mail. We've been getting emails. People have been putting faith builders um, praise reports on our faith builder huddle. And that's right. You gave your life to Jesus. That's something to put on our faith builder huddle on today in this new year. I gave my life to Jesus. Listen, that's a blessing. Do you not know one of the greatest miracles is the miracle of salvation? My God, yes, you can't pay for that. No, Jesus already paid the price. Amen. So we encourage you, put your praise reports on our Faith Builders Huddle. Yes, sir, ministries, YLM, Faith Builder Huddle. And read some of those praise reports there. It encourage you and inspire you. I'm telling you, God does so many miracles. He's doing it today. So if you happen to be around people that doubting God, you know, just bring them over. Say, look, come here. You got your phone? Get your phone, get your computer, go to go to Yes Lord Ministries, Faith Builder Huddle. Let their faith be increased. Amen. We love you. Thank God for you. Amen. God is so wonderful. I want you to make this declaration that this year is your better year. Amen. This is just the beginning of what is about to come for you. Because what you see will determine what you go, where you go. All right. Love you. Thank God for you. Dr. Mamie Tarrant, take it back.